Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It is our great joy to bring you the Word of God so that you can hear it and you can apply it to your life so that you will continue to grow and be faithful in the things of God. As you listen to this message today, ask the Lord to just lead you and guide you and help you so that He can use your life to make a difference in the people that you come in contact with every day. This is our day and this is our hour to be the light of the world so that God can make a difference. At the end of today's message, we're going to give you more information on how to connect with us online and or in person. We'd love to connect with you and help you to grow in the things of God. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. As we come together today, I'm going to ask you to do something that maybe we don't do quite often enough, and that's to take a look at your life. doesn't matter how popular you may be or how well off you might be, or even how young and healthy you are. You may be a professional football player on the most exciting stage you can imagine, Monday night football, playing for a championship contending team with all of your family and friends, watching your performance with pride. Without warning, you are at death's door with millions of people watching. Then it's not a matter of who's going to win the game or who's going to make the big play. It becomes a matter of where you're going to spend eternity. There's one thing we all have in common, whether you are, you are a professional athlete or anyone else. While we are still alive, none of us have reached our final destination, but it can happen at any time. You may not be thinking about it now, but all of us at one time or another knows that we are not in charge of our lives. You may say, this is my life and I do what I want to do with it, but you know you're not in charge. If it was your life, you could keep it. It doesn't belong to you. But I want us to take a moment today to look at a young man who took the time to try to determine where he was going when this life was over. And that's found in the book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 17 and following. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? This passage introduces us to a man who is nameless. We don't know who he is. We don't know his name. It doesn't say what his name was. So what do we know about this man? When Luke wrote about this in the book of Luke, he said this man was a man that had a high position. He was a ruler. We also will find out later that he was young and he was wealthy. He was a ruler. He had a position. He was young. He was wealthy. What more could he want? You know, when you're young and you have a position and you got money, what more could you want? It reminds me of some of those who make it to professional sports and maybe they become big entertainers. 
the professional athletes and football players, they're young, they're rich, they're famous, even if it's just in their family and their household with their people. You know, you know how it is. If you know somebody who played pro, you say, you know, I went to school with him. You know, I went to school with him. Or he lives in my neighborhood. I know somebody that know him. So everybody wants to hang out with the pros. Everybody want to hang out with the entertainers. Everybody want to hang out with the rich folks. So when you're young and you're rich and you have a position, you don't even have to be good looking. They're going to want to hang out with you. So what more could you want? The man in this story ran up to Jesus. Think about that. He ran up to Jesus. He didn't just walk up to him. Uh, now, Jesus, we don't know. He was on his way. And this man ran up to him. He, no, Jesus didn't even say nothing. The man just got on his knees before him. Was he serious? He was intentional, but was he serious? Or was he like some of us who think we have it going on? Maybe we have a good job. We have a nice car. We finally got that home we were looking for. We're doing quite well. And we heard about Jesus. We heard about heaven. And somewhere, I can't remember where, we might have even heard about hell. But I think I should just, while I'm, while I'm doing my thing, while I'm having a good life, while, while I'm living large, I might just want to touch base with Jesus just in case. I want to have everything covered. You know what I mean? I, you never know. My friends say maybe there's no God, and some people say there's no heaven and hell, but I don't know. I might just want to touch a base anyway. Well, maybe I should go to church. I know what I'll do. I'll get a cross. I'll wear a cross. I'll read the Bible every once in a while, and you know what? I probably should probably pray once in a while. Just in case, because I don't want to miss out. I got everything else. And, and, and this man says, good master. He ran to Jesus and fell down in front of him. We don't know what was going on in this man's life, but he recognized something about Jesus. Maybe he heard about his teachings. Maybe he saw a couple of miracles, but he put his pride to the side fell on his knees in front of Jesus and everybody else. So he wasn't embarrassed. Although he had money, he was young, and he was rich. And he called Jesus good teacher. He says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? So this young man who was nameless, we don't know who he was, we just know he was young, he was rich, and he was, had a position, he says, whatever is going on in my life, something on the inside is telling me this is not all. This is not it. There's something greater than myself. There's an afterlife. When this life is over, there's something else. That's eternal life. And I think I better do all I can to make my reservation for my destination. He said, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Life. Notice, good teacher. He got right to the point. He had this burning question. He didn't ask him anything else. He didn't say, good morning, how are you? I want to introduce myself to you, let you know who I am. I got a couple of questions for you. You got a minute? No, he ran, fell down, said, hey, what do I need to do to inherit eternal life? 
In John 3.16, this is what Jesus said, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes on him doesn't have to perish, but you will have eternal life, everlasting life. You don't have to perish. Jesus said that. And then Jesus turned to the man and said, so why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. The man called him good teacher. Jesus knew that the Jews only called God good. Are you trying to play me? You think I'm God? The man had some insight. He says, I want to be assured about my destination, so I need to ask somebody who is divine, somebody who is more than who man is. So I want to find out exactly who you are. Are you divine? You should know how to gain eternal life. So if you want to know about your life and you want to know about your destination, don't ask somebody who's in the same shape you're in. So what do I need to do? You, you know, I don't know what you know. It's, it's, all, it's all right. You're good. So if you want to know something about where you're going, ask it is Jesus who was with God before the foundations of the world. He was with God in creation. Ask him. It was Jesus who took the form of a man and came down from heaven to bring salvation and eternal life. If you want to know what's going to happen in the end, ask him. And when Jesus got ready to leave the earth, he told his disciples, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if it were not so, I wouldn't tell you. So if you want to know about your final destination and making a reservation, you want to ask the divine, ask Jesus. So this man was asking the right one about how to gain eternal life. He says, what do I need to do? And I guess he was thinking, um, I can do this myself. What do I need to do to gain eternal life? In fact, I'm going to ask you and challenge you. Why don't you do the same thing right now? See, Jesus, what do I need to do to gain eternal life? What else is there for me? Jesus said to the man in verse 19, you know the commandments, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not give false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and your mother. <laughs> so for many of us, you know, if, I'd, if he'd have told me that, I probably would have said, well, I, I got some work to do. What about you? If he'd have said, uh, listen, don't, don't murder. We say, I ain't kill nobody. Well, don't commit adultery. Keep going. Do not steal. Keep going. Keep going. Don't give false testimony. Oh, I, I hear you. I hear you. Do not defraud. Well, I haven't defrauded anybody. I don't know what that means, but I haven't done that. Honor your father and your mother. Uh, I do that most of the time. So when we are held up to the standard of the law, most of us can't measure. But not this man. 
He tells Jesus, and he says it like this. If he was talking to, uh, to today to Jesus, he said, you know, I got this. I'm good. I got this. He says, teacher, all these I have kept since I was a boy. He said, you ain't said nothing, man. You're talking about doing that? I've done all of that since I was a boy. What is he saying? If you were here today, he said, you know, I've been going to church ever since I can remember. I grew up in church. I grew up in Sunday school. I remember I was in children's church. I was in the nursery. Big mama was, was a usher at the church. and Papa was a deacon. You know, when I talk to people sometimes, I say, tell me about your coming to Christ. Well, you know, I've been saved all my life. You've been saved all your life? Oh, yeah. That's what they mean. They've been in church all their life. You know, I grew up in church, but I knew I wasn't saved. So growing up in church don't make you saved. Just like you're living in a garage don't make you a car. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you. And we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at LOWCF. Dot O-R-G. Again, that's L-O-W-C-F dot O-R-G. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at the Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atasca Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.